This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hello, I'm Daryl Ong. Maya's not in this weekend, so I'll be stepping in for today's episode of A Sunday Kind of Love. This week, we're getting transported to Scandinavia, the land of Vikings and mythical creatures. But first, we explore a traditional music instrument from Norway called the Hardanger Fiddle. The Hardanger fiddle looks very much like a violin, except that it has 8 or 9 strings rather than 4 on a standard violin and is made of thinner wood. The Hardanger fiddle is also known for its intricate decorations. The handmade instrument has a calf maiden or animal head on the top of the pack box with mother of pearl inlay as well as black ink decorations throughout its body and fingerboard. The fiddle dates back to the year 1651 and is used for dancing, typically accompanied by loud rhythmic foot stomping. We find out more about the Hardanger fiddle from Ryo Yamase, who, in her own words, fell in love with the instrument at first sight because of its beauty. Ryo then studied the fiddle in Norway for a few years and is today a professional player who aims to introduce Nordic music throughout Japan. Besides delivering numerous concerts and series of lectures on the Hardanger Fiddle, Ryo has composed and performed for the Japanese animated short film Mon Mon the Water Spider produced by renowned animation studio Studio Ghibli under the acclaimed director Hayao Miyazaki. Here's Maya speaking to Ryo Yamase about the Hardanger Fiddle. Can you tell me how you feel about the Hardanger Fiddle and why did you fall in love with it? Yes, uh, I'm a violinist. I feel I want to introduce about uh, Norwegian music in Japan. Yeah, I started learning about uh, Norwegian culture and music. Yeah. So uh, where did you find your hardanga fiddle? Yes, uh, very hard work <laughs> because uh, in Norway, Norway's music shop don't sell this instrument. Yeah, but uh, I'm also lucky. Uh, one of the very famous uh, Harudanga fiddle player coming in Japan, uh, I met her. I met Akoya Palmer two years ago. She introducing about a good uh, teacher and a good uh, maker for me. I see. Yeah. I feel is uh, destiny. Because uh, I introducing about Scandinavian culture using Harudangero uh, fiddle decoration using its mother of pearl work. I see. Yes. Have you always loved pearls very much? Yes, I think so. In Norway, just only this instrument uh, using uh, mother pearl pearl work, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, pearl is uh, very popular in Japan. Because uh, Japan have many good power makers. First time, uh, I don't know uh, this instrument using uh, mother power work. Mm-hmm. But I met instrument about 10 years ago. Oh, very surprised. So beautiful. And uh, this instrument is so very beautiful. Sounds too. 
Mm. Yes, uh, I can imagine. Yes, I fall in love. <laughs> I see. Yes. Okay. I learning uh, about Scandinavian music and culture very long time. I went to Norway. Uh, I learning uh, many music because Harudanger uh, fiddle don't have music notes. Only listen. Really? Yes. So you have to memorize yes, all memorize, the notes. Yes, memorize. Yes, yes. I see. And uh, there's a specific uh, music connected to the hardanga fiddle, right? Mm. And a dance as well? Yes, as well. Mm. Yes. Very important dance uh, equal music. Yes. I see. So uh, I'd like to ask, uh, why is um, the Scandinavian culture so important to you? And why do you feel you want to tell the world about this culture? Yes. Uh, first time uh, Scandinavian culture is uh, met for me is uh, my elder sister marriage Norwegian guy. Ah, yes. Okay. Uh, about 24, 25 years ago. <laughs> uh, my elder sister is a pianist. Uh, we had a concert in Norway uh, about uh, 20 years ago. <laughs> uh, we are so lucky. Uh, we had a concert every year. The uh, first time uh, I don't know Norwegian culture and Norwegian music. Only uh, Norway image is fish and uh, fjord, 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 and uh, Viking. <laughs> no culture. Uh. <laughs> But uh, many times uh, I went to Norway. I feel uh, Norway have many good culture. Because uh, uh, I want studying in Norway, Norway culture and Norway music, uh, because uh, I want uh, introducing about uh, Norwegian music in Japan. So Norwegian music is very beautiful melody. Uh, many Japanese love the music, uh, Norwegian music. Do you know Edward Greek? Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. Edward Grieg is a very famous Norwegian composer. Grieg, yeah. uh, his uh, music loved uh, Japanese. Uh, but uh, Norway have some more good composer that I want introduce mm -hmm. in Japan and in Asia. They starting learning. In this case, I'm learning about uh, Edward Grieg's history. He loved uh, this instrument, Harudanger fiddle, and Norwegian traditional music. He got inspired uh, Norwegian music and culture. Uh, he made uh, many excellent music. Yeah, very interesting story mm. because uh, typical Japanese people don't know this story. Mm. Uh, and uh, I feel Uh, why uh, is this instrument? <laughs> the, I started research. Mm. This instrument don't sell music shop. Uh, we can get only a maker, maker's home. Mm, custom made. Custom made, yes, yes, yes. Very mm. special uh, instrument and small market. Yeah. The, I research is a uh, long time. Yeah, I need about uh, three years 
ぽいやつ<笑>リサーチリサーチリサーチって、wow. Yeah. I read that the, the history of this fiddle is very interesting because at one time、um, in the past、uh, it was not allowed to be played in church because they said the Hardanger fiddle is connected to the devil. Double, yes,、mm. yes. Hardanger、uh, fiddle h a v e eight to nine strings.、Mm. Uh, I, I can play is、uh, top strings, four strings, only just. But uh, uh, four to five strings is. And the strings,、uh, only resonance, resonance strings. Then you can get is very special sounds. But uh, uh, Norwegian people using special.、Uh, only use it for a special occasion. occasion. Yes, special occasion, <laughs>、uh, wedding and festival.、Mm. Yes. Okay. And so、uh, you did a lot of research about the Hardanger fiddle、yeah. and about Edward Grieg. Um, did you come across any interesting stories related to the Hardanger fiddle? Interesting story? Yes.、Uh, you know, Norwegian fairy? Fairy is a troll. 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 Oh, the troll.、Yeah. Troll is、uh, nature's goat. Yes. Yeah, Norwegian people are beloved. Oh, they are afraid of. Afraid, yes. The They're、troll. afraid of the troll. Yes, yes, troll, yeah.、Yes. So the troll live in the valley, they play this、uh, instrument?、Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> One player, he won't get his troll's music. He went to、uh, uh, the valley.、Oh, the valley. valley. <laughs> he brings his、uh, sheep meat. Oh, so he t h r o w the meat into the valley? Where all the trolls are. They are living there. Yes. yes. The, the trolls are coming and、uh, uh, trolls are playing one tune. <laughs> But uh, if uh, his troll is only born, his troll just uh, teach uh, tuning. Oh! <laughs> No, no music. So、Only、cute. <laughs> yeah.、Oh, wow, that's yeah. very interesting. Y- yes. Yeah. Yes.、Uh, Norway, Norwegian Santa Claus uh, is uh, a small person called Nisse. Nisse. Nisse, yes.、Uh, the, the Nisse is the actual model of the Santa Claus.、Um, and then she said the.、Um, There's a story that you have to make the milk congee the night before the Christmas and then give it to the nissel, and otherwise, your next year won't be a bride. <laughs> yeah, not happy. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Do you want to play something for us now?、Yes. Uh, I played、uh, all the type traditional music、uh, called、uh, Wedding Bells. Winning bells? Winning bells.、Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay.
sound is so different. This What is t r o t l e tuning using t r o t l e tuning. Ah, t r o t l e tuning. Yes. You just heard Ryo Yamase, a professional violinist and hard danger fiddle player. We're really looking forward to what the talented musician will bring us in the future. Coming up in the second part of the show, we'll be diving into the world of Vikings and dragons. You're pouting, big baby boo. <laughs> we'll try this on. Oh, you feeling it yet? Stay tuned. Hey, this is a Sunday kind of love on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, I'm Daryl Ong and you tune in to a Sunday kind of love. Now if you just join us, Maya's not in for the weekend, so unfortunately or fortunately you're with me today and this week we're in the world of Scandinavian tradition and mythology. Now for many of us there has been an idea that Vikings and dragons are ferocious creatures until the release of the animation film How to Train Your Dragon. This is Burke. Life here is amazing. Dragons used to be a bit of a problem, but now they've all moved in. If you haven't watched the film How to Train Your Dragon, together with its sequel released last year, the movie tells the story of Hiccup, a teenager in the land of Berg, who is next in line for the throne. Hiccup befriends a toothless dragon whom he names, well, Toothless, and the sequel tells the story of how the pair and their friends fight to protect Berg from a power-hungry warrior called Drago. This Raya season, Fox Movies Premium is due to release a Malay-dubbed version of How to Train Your Dragon 2. This act stars a number of local voice talents including Hafiz, the winner of Academy Fantasia 7, local singer and actress Sasha Saidin, multi-talented artist Hafiz Sudin Fadzil, radio DJ Prem Shankar and AstroQuest third runner-up Yu Chan. We got two of the voice actors to talk about their experiences of dubbing for the movie. Hi, I'm Sasha Saidin. I'm an actress, a model. MC, I do everything under the sun that I can try to get my hands on. But um, currently, I'm the voice for Astrid on How to Train Your Dragon 2, uh, the Basa Malaysia version. Hi, my name is Prem. I am in the entertainment industry as well. Uh, sometimes actor, MC, club DJ, radio DJ. Um, and uh, yes, I voice Gober. In How to Train Your Dragon 2, the Bahasa Malaysia version. Being familiar voices in the entertainment industry, Sasha and Prem were obvious choices for this dubbed animation film. Okay, for me, I've been in the industry for quite a while now, so I think the people kind of know my voice. I was in a girl band before this called Elite. And um, I've been doing movies since I was 18. And so I think when I was casted, they kind of really knew what my voice was like. And um, previously, I've done dubbing before, but it was actually dubbing to my own acting. So it was uh, easier for me because obviously I knew when to come in and 
um, what to expect that was coming up. So this is my first experience of doing uh, voiceover dubbing for an animation, but it was fun. I really enjoyed it. And we had a really great team behind us, the director, the sound engineers and all that, and helped me through the process and make it much easier and a lot of fun, which is what was the most important thing to me. Mine's more of a fairy tale story, actually. Just like this movie, it's really fun. Um, I was at my office, which is Astro, and I was in the elevator, and um, one of the production members of this uh, unit heard my voice. And uh, we're obviously friends. She's like, hey, your voice is pretty deep, and uh, have you voice acted before? I said, well, I do commercials and uh, skits on radio, so that's what sort of voice acting. So, I, But I've never done a full-on voice acting in a movie. She's like would you like to try and cast? I'm like, you know, I've never done it before. I'd like to add on something to my resume. So yeah, why not? Uh, no harm going for casting, right? So yeah, uh, sent my voice in uh, to our friends at Fox Movies and I was hired and then I was the voice of Goba. Both Sasha and Prem found it easy to identify with the characters that they played in the movie. Dari memenangi perlumbaan, apa lagi? Um, for me, I like Astrid because she is, um, like I said, she's the girlfriend to Hiccup, who's the hero in the cartoon. Um, and he is actually in a fix because he is supposed to be the next in line to be like the leader for, of his clan. And his father's trying to uh, prepare him and coax him to take over, which he doesn't want to. So... Um, Astrid is a bit of a tomboy when, as in like she's very competitive when it comes to the dragon uh, races and all that um, but at the same time she's also very supportive to with Hiccup and giving him uh, advice and support and, and being positive about him taking on the responsibility because he's trying to run away from it he doesn't want to um, grow up I guess he doesn't want to be an adult and she is very much the backbone for Hiccup. And I really admire her for that. Um, I don't know if I'm like that in real life. I would like to believe I'm a strong woman like that. But I really admire her for that. Actually, all the female characters in How to Train Your Dragon 2 are strong uh, characters, uh, including Hiccup's mother. Valka. Valka, yeah. She's very um, soft-hearted as in that's why she managed to um, train her dragons. But she actually... Um, sacrificed her family to try and save this group of dragons and then that's later on when she meets again with um, Hiccup so um, yeah definitely very strong admirable uh, female characters in How to Train Your Dragon 2 I would say I suit the character and it's very like me Ah, dia mungkin dah terbang hingga ke hujung dunia sekarang ni awak pasti nakkan budak tu jaga kampung ni Gober is loud um, he's in your face and that is me in real life. I am. I'm always told by Sasha that yes, <laughs> you're in my face. <laughs> and uh, in terms of uh, walking into things, yeah, that's my hobby. I like walking into things. As you can see the scars <laughs> on my face. Uh, I've got one big scar there. As you can see, yeah, uh, that was actually a car accident, and I walked into a car. What? Yeah, it was. Who does that? Yeah, I, uh, well, I'm different. So when Gobo was uh, constantly falling into things, uh, yeah, I felt it. I felt the pain, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, he's loud. He's bubbly. And he's um, he's a right-hand man. He's like Hiccup's sort of guardian angel in a way. And he's also the uh, guy who tells Hiccup, um, look, man, don't do this, don't do that, do this, do that. Um, he's also the right-hand man to the king. And uh, yeah, sort of a, a, a joker, 
which is what I am. I like to believe. My friends always say that. Yes, he is. He is. There you go. Oh, <laughs> well, you being nice to me. So I I enjoy making people laugh. Uh, I love doing it on a daily basis. In fact, I love doing it every second. So so yeah. Uh, in terms of that, I I yeah. I think I, I character was perfect fit for me. I think all the characters fitted all of the all the cast, and we all kind of gel together because uh, Fox Movies has put together such a good uh, promotional. Uh, tour tour for us yeah. that we've done you know we've done um, several Ramadan surprise visits where we've gone to um, uh, houses of um, fans of the fans of you fans people of who entered a, a competition where um, we actually come and deliver the their food to breakfast and it was so much fun yeah. we've been on so many of these uh, surprises yeah. and we've just bonded had, bonded and had tons we've had, of yeah. laughter and the, the five of us are well, Sasha and I know each other relatively well. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hafiz, uh, Yui, uh, the and girl who plays Valka, and Uncle Hafiz, who plays Stoic, the dad, uh, we've never met before. But the moment we met, it was like it was just meant to be. The fire was uh, uh, like the Power Rangers, inseparable. <laughs> and we're just doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, we put up some, some dub smash videos of us dancing. I mean, these are things that you can do when you have a good chemistry going on a yeah. good set of friends doing it and you can just see the chemistry between us so it's great yeah. despite being voice professionals themselves both Sasha and Prem were new to dubbing for an animation and this experience was quite a challenge but a fun one okay for me like in acting um, you have aspiring partner or partners so it's much easier to um, kind of bounce off each other's vibes uh, especially dialogue and, and just getting the feel of the scene or whatever it is. So for this one, you're in a room by yourself, um, nobody to interact with. And um, the thing with doing a voice over the island is that you really have to exaggerate. It's not like if you're about to fall down, you can't go, ugh. You have to go, ugh. Like really, like, you know, you wouldn't do that in real life, right? But it's something that I had to get used to. And once I was comfortable doing that, Especially because Astrid and her boyfriend uh, hiccup in in the movie, we do a lot of uh, racing, like in the air with our dragons and stuff. So there's a lot of like ah, oh, uh, ooh, ee, little that kind of stuff. A lot of more reaction kind of uh, voice uh, that we have to do. And basically, if I'm in the room, I have to just let my voice out. And I think towards the end of the whole dubbing session, I kind of lost my voice a little bit because I had a lot of shouting scenes that I had to do. I was a little bit shy, I must admit, in the beginning, but eventually, like I said, we had really good director and, and the sound engineer and it kind of like got me into the mood. And then basically we just have our headphones and the screen in front of us. And the only thing that I was particular about was the punch in and punch out. Basically, the when the, the character talks and she opens her mouth and when she finishes a sentence, because obviously she's speaking in English and I'm doing Malay, that part is a little bit difficult. So that one had to get, I had to get used to doing that, making sure that it was in sync and all that. I'm going to have to agree with Sasha. Um, it's a whole different ball game when you're in the studio alone. I mean, I'm used to being in studios alone when you're doing commercials or, or doing skits or voice acting. Um, but in there, when you are alone and you're watching this little movie on the screen, it's the scene by scene that your voice is going to be uh, dubbed on. Um, it can get tough, but that's where the challenge is. Like what Sasha said, uh, it's about getting the timing right because uh, 
they're obviously doing it in English. We're dubbing it in Malay. So to get that precision timing, you have to do a few takes. I mean, no matter how professional you are, you will have to do a few takes because if you don't do it right, it's going to look like a really cheap production at the end of the day. You know, the, the audio and the visual doesn't sync. Um, in terms of fun, I had a whole lot of fun in that because I've never done it. So this was a new challenge. And uh, to get into character is where it was a whole different ballgame. So I have a really deep voice like this, but um, when I heard Gober, the character that I play, he's got a slightly higher pitch, rough voice. So I had to change my voice. So I didn't use this voice. I had to go a pitch higher. And I went like, Hey, come on, Dimana. Ha, ha, ha. Saya Gober. That was my voice. So I had to make sure that I had that voice consistently throughout the entire recording process and of course just like Sasha I lost my voice at the end of it all and but it was fun it is the best experience I've ever had I'll do it again I'll do it again and again and again yeah they had plenty to take away from this experience as well for me I think that um, I mean like I said I've done voiceover before but this is a big deal this is like a big Hollywood movie like you know I went to go watch it with my son before I knew you know if I had known I was going to do this I, at that time watching it I'd be like wow you know even now I'm so like wow I'm actually the voice of Astrid in How to Train Your Dragon too. so I mean I'm so so happy and so thankful to uh, Astro and Fox Movies for giving me the opportunity yeah me too and um, I actually managed to catch myself on one of the Astro channels where they're advertising um the How to Train Your Dragon 2 in the Malay version and I heard my voice for the first time like I mean the end product and I was like wow that's really me I don't sound too bad huh and then it was just like a proud moment it was like 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 Prem I guess you know obviously I I do a lot of Malay dramas and stuff but this is, it's just I don't know it's just something different there's something magical about this I don't know whether because it's, it's the animation or, or what and you know with or the whole team together it's just made everything so much fun and so yeah like a fairy tale it's like yeah. dream come true and and I cannot wait to, to do the next project hopefully all of us together can yeah that will be really fun yeah. Yeah. yeah well as cliche as this is gonna sound you should go out and do what you have never done before I would have never seen myself doing a dubbing to speak in Malay to start with I come from a uh, a household where we speak English, but yes, I grew up with friends who speak Malay. My friends speak Malay. I speak fluent Malay. We live in Malaysia, after all. Uh, but I never saw myself speaking uh, fluent Malay in a movie and voice acting. Moreover, so this was a challenge that I wanted to take, and I took it. So my advice is um, go out there, try things that you've never done before, because. You should never have that what if thought. Like, what if I did it? Uh, I, uh, go on, try it live. You fail, you fail. So what? You know, you, you still did it. And here are their messages for listeners this festive season. Um, of course, don't forget to watch How to Train Your Dragon 2. It premieres on the 18th of July. 8.15 p.m. What channel? So it's a Fox Movies Premium 413 and Fox Movies Premium HD 433. Well, and then other than that, for me, Raya, this year, as usual, I'm going to be in Gomba with my cousins and uncles and aunties. And we'll be doing rendang, like 30 kgs of, 40 kgs of beef rendang, chicken rendang. And, and you know, because we cook like communal, like with the big quali and wood fire and all that stuff. So that's going to be fun. And um, 
to those who are going to balik kampung, be very careful on the road and um, go easy on your food, I guess. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just have uh, one thing to say. When you watch this movie, How to Train Your Dragon, to what you will see is the values that are in the movie, which is so beautiful. The values of friendship, the values of humanity, the values of family. And I think at this current times right now, this is what our country needs. Um, we're all very proud to be Malaysian. I am very, very proud to be Malaysian. Don't mind what's happening on the outside. Don't let it affect you. Um, just remember that you're Malaysian. Try as much as you can never to forget that. And remember, this is the time where you should be colorblind. And because deep down inside, if you if you cut us open, we all bleed the same color and we're all Malaysians. And uh, just like our cast at How to Train Your Dragon 2, and our cast is a multiracial cast. You've got Yui, who's Chinese. I'm Indian. Sasha is half Malay, half English. Then you've got half, both the Hafizas, who are Malay. Hafiz from Sarawak. Yeah. We don't see it. We don't see it like, hey, you know, oh, you're a Malay boy, you're a Indian boy. We see us as Malaysians and we hang out. And the language, we speak Malay, we speak Chinese, we speak... It's the Malaysian English, the Manglish that we speak, which brings us all so tight. So, to round it up, just remember... We're Malaysian, we're proud to be Malaysian and just love each other. That was Sasha Saidin and Prem Shankar voice over talents for the Malay dubbed version of How to Train Your Dragon 2, which premieres this upcoming Raya. I'm Daryl Ong, a Sunday kind of love. We'll be back next week with Maya Tan, only here on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.